Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. It's funny how right after uh, Halloween, We start to see Christmas things. I'm not big on holidays like we have to, we have to honor. There's really no holiday that I feel like we have to honor. Uh, The only day God told us to really keep honored is the Sabbath. Whenever you take that, you know, and remember, of course, all of his miracles and blessings. But so I'm not really big on like, Holidays like that, like we have to honor and celebrate it. It's just funny to me that the the only holiday that's getting less and less press is the one expressing gratitude. The culture, culture, I ain't talking Bible yet. We almost skip over Thanksgiving to celebrate Christmas. Halloween is bigger than Thanksgiving. New Year's Eve is bigger than that. Valentine's Day is bigger than Thanksgiving. St. Patrick's Day is Fourth of July. Some people Labor Day is bigger than Thanksgiving is getting less and less acknowledgement, at least from the cultural perspective. Ads, advertisement, marketing, we don't see too much Thanksgiving. I believe all the holidays we can kind of turn towards like a self-pleasure type thing. You know what I mean? Of course, we want to go to Christmas because that's when I get my gifts. That's when people acknowledge me. That's when I, you know, can do all of that. Uh, Of course, Valentine's Day, that's you and your boo. New Year's, you get the Easter, I get the dress. Everything is about us for every holiday. Thanksgiving is like not. Like the most we can say about Thanksgiving is we're going to eat good. Because we have to find a selfish part of any celebration or we're not inclined to involve ourselves in it. We're not encouraged to be part of something that does not involve self-pleasure. And if we do not lose that part of us when it comes to God first, that can't be first. All right? If we do not lessen that part of us as priority, we will miss kingdom living we will miss what it means to live for God period if yeah are you understand what I'm saying if you have to be pleased first you're not going to enjoy the kingdom life because joy comes in the morning after weeping it <laughs> endures all night so you don't get pleased first but when you endure hardness as a good soldier then you'll reap if you Faint not. People can't even make it to reaping. So it's just funny to me how Thanksgiving is like getting less and less press, less and less acknowledgement, less and less excitement. Because it's the only day that you're really to give and to give thanks from a deep place. It's not a place where we literally give gifts to each other. So it's not like you give thanks by giving gifts. You you don't literally give people things, 
but it's a time when you express from your secret place the value of someone or something or God in your life. It's the time when we come together. Now, now Grant, you can go all the way back to the culture of how it started and, uh, and you know, and the, and the pilgrims took it. We could do all that, but we, we, we talking about 2019. All right, you come together. We, we understand or we believe that Thanksgiving is a time to express gratitude to God and to one another. Why is it fading? Mm. I, 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 think I, I think I know why, because we in the last days. Let's go to the first scripture. Let's go to the scripture, because we, we don't have a whole lot of time today. Y'all don't surprise me, and we don't praise God. We don't prophesy. Oh, remember this. There will be many troubles in the last days for believers and for heathens. Period. There will be many troubles in the last days. You will not be exempt from trouble, but you will be exempt from stress. You can be ex exempt from heartache, but no one will be exempt from trouble. But trouble will not affect the believer like it affects everybody else. The Hebrew boys was not exempt from trouble. They were thrown in the fire, but the trouble did not affect them. It's quiet. Daniel was not exempt from trouble. He was thrown in the lion's den, but the trouble did not affect him the way it affected the others that came in after him. Look at your neighbor and say, trouble hit different with me. It hit different. It just hit different. I still got trouble. It just hit a little different with me. I, 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 I'm, I'm one of God's favorites. I, I, I want to, y'all not, not his favorite. Now. I'm talking to God's favorite in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Those people who I'm talking about. I still go through troubles in the last days. And in those times, people will love only themselves and money. It looks like this is a write-up of today. And here Timothy is talking here. Thousands of years ago, prophesying what the end times look like. Prophesying what the mindset of the people in the last days will have. You know the end is coming when there's many troubles. You can't even pick which trouble it is right now. Some of y'all are just too cold. Thank you. That was a joke for the five of y'all that got it. People will only love themselves and money. Are we in them times? Yeah. They will brag and be proud. She was just talking about it. We in them times. Soon as you get a new shoestring, you posting it like, look. No, don't look, don't take the camera down here. Look down there. That's what I'm talking about. You can't wait to brag about a shoestring. They will say evil things against others. They will not obey their parents. Are we in the end times or no? Yeah, we're in the last days. People will not be thankful. Oh, or be the kind of people God wants. King James said they will be unthankful and unholy. In the last days, the culture will grow unthankful and unholy. Now, here's the thing about it. These characteristics always existed in the world. You know it's the last days when these characteristics are in the church. Yep, there we go. Because all y'all thinking about your cousins and I, that's not here. No, he's not prophesying that. That's always happened in the world. They've never been holy. 
It's always been unholy in the world. But once people only love themselves and money in the church, we in trouble. Once you start bragging and being proud in church, we in trouble. Once you say evil things against your brother and sister and slander and be jealous, we in trouble. Once you disobey your parent in church, we in trouble. Once you are unthankful and unholy, we in trouble. Check your thank tank. I don't even know if that made sense, but I'm going to try it over here. Check your thanks tank. Make sure you're not assisting the end time spirit. Make sure not, you're not being one of the carriers of the end time spirit, being unthankful. I know you ain't got everything you want. Who does? That's no license for you to be unthankful as if your whole life is a mess. You got something to smile about. If you got one tooth, just smile through that tooth. You got something. Right now, everybody find one thing and thank God for it. And if you got to find one thing, you jaded. I'm up here trying to think while I'm telling y'all, like, what could I think about that? He, and I'm like, the fact that I can think about, I can think, I can think. Oh my God, I can think. See, I didn't even get to the thought. I had to praise him on the way to the thought because I could think. It got quiet. Is live with me or not? Can y'all hear me? Can you understand? That's God. <laughs> In the last days, we will grow unthankful. Of course. Of course. Thanksgiving is getting less and less relevant. Is there another scripture? It makes sense because it's the spirit of the end times. They will not have love for others in church. Yeah, let's talk about it. How we don't love each other in here? This should be the safe house right here. You understand what I'm saying? Look at your neighbor and say, I love you, cuz. Just C-U-H, just cuz. I love you, cuz. Look to the other side and say, I love you too, cuz. Nah, we ain't about to come up and live and not have love. You go out in the streets to be hated. You go out in the streets for people to be jealous. You go out to the world who don't understand your God for them to look at you like you crazy. But when you come up in the house of the Lord, you with your brothers, you with your sisters, you with other people who made it out of darkness into the marvelous light. It should be a celebration. It should be a... Look at your neighbor and say, turn up! You don't got love in church. And I don't mean like affection, like how you doing? I mean, you know you don't love people when you look at them and just want to use them. That's not love. If all I want to do is sleep with you and how you doing? No, that's not love. I just look to use you. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. When I say no love, it's not just affectionately kind. I mean in intent and motives. It got quiet. Let me change the subject. Look at your neighbor and say, don't use me, love me. Tell somebody else, don't use me, love me. 
I need to feel safe when we're in conversation. I don't need your eyes drifting. I need to feel like I'm covered by my brother and my sister. Unless that's what time we're on. If we going out on a date, that's a different story. But when I come into the house of God, I'm not coming to be checked by you. I'm not coming to be uncomfortable when we're... I'm coming to seek the face of my father with my brothers and my sisters. Love me, don't use me. Don't use me as an object of your lust. I don't feel safe when that's it. Never mind, let me get to the next one. Y'all should have left doing that dance part that we was doing. Don't love nobody. No, go back, go back. I ain't even done with that. You ain't got no love. They will refuse to forgive in church. And speak bad things, evil things. So I'm not going to forgive you, but I'm going to talk about you. I'm going to let everybody know why you're not in my good graces. In church. That's why people don't like coming to church. And I used to say, well, please, they talk about you in the club too. So if they talk about you in church, people is people. people and that's true. It's not church, it's people. People are people. But the difference is, I don't expect that here. I expect somebody to be looking at me crazy at the club. She high, she drunk, she off. But when I come to the house of God, I don't expect you cutting your eyes at me because you think my shoes is cute. I don't expect you to, I don't expect you to hate on me. I, don't ex I didn't expect it here. Matter of fact, let's, let's go ahead and kick it out in the name of Jesus. We rebuke, we rebuke, we rebuke, we rebuke, we rebuke every foul connection and intention. These people of God in this building are safe, they are covered, and they are loved. If you agree with that prayer, give God praise in this building. I said give him praise in this building. Let your neighbor know they're safe. Let your neighbor know they're loved. Give God praise. father they say I got you 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 if I got it we got it if I'm protected we're protected if I'm provided for we're provided for if I'm blessed we're blessed because ah! we are many members but one body so if you got victory I got victory ah! I gotta get out of here Anybody got victory in here? Let me see your hands. Look at all these victorious people in the house. How can it be so quiet with all these winners in the room? They will not control themselves. No temperance. They will be cruel and hate what is good in the church. How you gonna hate what is good? <laughs> Thank you, production. Y'all on point today. In the last days, people will turn against their friends. <laughs> or oh, not in the world. That happens every day in the streets. In the church. <laughs> David said, it wasn't my enemy that turned on me. 
It was my friend. It was somebody I trusted. We took sweet counsel together. We came to church together. I used to give you a ride. I just gave you money for gas. I thought we was cool. But in the last days, people will turn against their friends. Tell your neighbor, don't turn on me. Don't turn on me. Now, assure them. Assure them. Say, I ain't going to turn on you. I ain't going to turn on you. I ain't going to turn. I ain't going to turn. Y'all look at somebody in the eyes. Say, I ain't going to turn on you. I ain't going to turn on you. I got you. Y'all not talking. Ooh, if they not talking back, I, I would get another ride home. I don't know. I say, look them in the eyes. Say, I ain't going to turn on you. I got you. I got you. I ain't going to turn on you. And you ain't got to be a member of this church. You understand what I'm saying? I don't just got you because you're here. I got you because you're his. You ain't got to go to live for me to love you. I got you. You got a boy in Orlando that's holding you. Period. Look at your neighbor and say, I got you, period. I need to know that I can go somewhere where they got me. Sometimes you want to go. Get saved. Everybody get saved. You are good. I'm making sure y'all do okay. I'm making sure y'all okay. All right. Making sure y'all saved. <laughs> they will do foolish things without thinking. That's why we should be able to forgive as well. Everybody's not thinking. And just because the foolish act was done against or towards you doesn't mean it was a thought out foolish act. Some people are not thinking. And you fall victim to their foolish acts. Foolish, thoughtless acts. But that should encourage us to forgive quickly because you ain't, you ain't even thinking. You don't even know what you just did. That's what Jesus said. Forgive them, Father. They ain't thinking about it. They, ain't, they, don't, they have no clue. They know not what they do. Let me get off of this. I'm sorry. They will be conceited and proud. They will love pleasure. They will not love God. They will continue as if they serve God, but they will not really serve God. Stay away <laughs> from unthankful people. I'm just starting with unthankful. Stay away from unthankful people. Being unthankful is one of the signs that the last days are upon us and the world is growing darker and less spiritually sensitive. So you know the world is growing darker and less God conscious when they're not thankful. That's one of the things on the list. There are other things that we can see on the list that's more prevalent. Yeah, turn them on and your friends turning on you. I'm with y'all on that too. But being unthankful is in the list. It's in the list of growing apart from God's will. Being unthankful is in the list of growing insensitive to God's intent for you. So if you're not full of thanks, you're assisting the list. Old Testament said if you're guilty of one of the laws. So if you lied, you're the same as somebody who murdered. Y'all still with me? Let me get off this subject. Yeah. So if you're unthankful, you fall under the same lines as those who turn against their friends. Because you're assisting the, the spirit of the last days, which grows less sensitive 
to the things of God. So the way you know that you're not assisting that is by giving God thanks. That's one of the things. Somebody right now just break it up and say, thank you, Jesus. One more time. Say, thank you, Jesus. It's a sign that God is less involved when you don't give thanks. It's a sign that from our perspective, God is less involved in your life, in your decisions, in your success, in your, in your, in your, in your processes. He's less involved the more you don't give him thanks. So even if you're going through trouble, you should say thank you because you're saying like this is part of your process for me. And especially when you're blessed and having a level of success, thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you. Why don't we thank him? We're growing less and less dependent on his strength. It says they knew God. I'm going to just quote the scriptures. If you find me, let's go. They knew God, but they did not give glory to God, and they did not thank him. That's a big deal to God. How are you not going to thank me? How long do you expect to keep giving somebody something without gratitude back? How long can you expect to keep withdrawing from that account without even pouring in any thanksgiving deposits? How long you think they're going to be nice to you? How long you think you're going to have favor without any gratitude or honor? How long can you use that person? God is saying, how long are you going to use my breath to cuss people out but never use one of those to thank me? Now, when the pastor says thank, say thank you or give God thanks, you clap, and that's good. But you use my breath to cuss people out, to lust people up. Oh, never mind. All right. How long do you think I'm going to distribute my breath Without gratitude or honor back. Because I'm full of grace and my mercy endures forever, the answer is probably forever. But that's how good he is. We shouldn't take advantage of that. Never mind. So Thanksgiving, let me close this. My first closing, I got three. Y'all with me? All right, this is why we should give thanks. Thanks living because A, it's fair. Everybody say it's fair. B, say he feels. C, say, he favors. Okay, we, 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 we give thanks and we live a life of thanksgiving because A, it's fair. B, he feels. And C, he favors. I'm going to try to talk about those three things really quickly. Uh, and then we getting out of here. I had a great day today. Did y'all have a great day? Yeah. It's fair. Thanksgiving is fair. I don't have the scripture up there, but I, I've said it the last couple of weeks. It brings resolution to an exchange. It brings resolution to an exchange. Here you go, Summer. I see you sweating down there. Go ahead. There you go. See? She said, thank you. She didn't give me water. She didn't give me a towel back. But it's a fair exchange now because she said, now it resolved the exchange. Now the exchange is over. It's fair now. I gave her substance. She gave me thanks. What are you saying? I'm, I may be saying some of us are in debt. And you don't owe God a rag, but you definitely, good God, you owe him thanks. Somebody, if you know you owe him, just scream, thank you, Jesus. Woo. <laughs> if 
Ephesians chapter 5 says, walk in love. Brother, I don't have it up there. But it says to walk in love. Look at it on your own time. It says love like Jesus loved. It says but fornication and idolatry and all this filthy talking, let it not be once named among you as becoming saints. Neither foolishness, nor filthiness, nor uncleanness, da 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 nor, nor, nor gesturing, foolish gesturing. In other words, nasty jokes, evil jokes, mean jokes. He said they are unnecessary. Do not do that. He says, but he says, no, no lust. No, it's a whole list. It says, but rather give thanks. It didn't say don't lie. Tell the truth. Don't sleep around. Be celibate. It didn't give an answer to each of the sins. God says, I, let's make it fair. I cover all that. I don't need you try to dot every I and cross every T. Don't worry about it. I'll cover that. And you just give me thanks. Good God Almighty, he's the God of an unfair trade. He takes your tears and gives you joy. He takes your sins and gives you righteousness. What kind of God is this? All you got to do is say. All you got to do is say. All you got to do is say. I'll cover all that. Don't worry about all that. Because if you try to just live, that's, that's going back to the law. Just give me thanks. Y'all got nine minutes? Y'all got nine minutes? Why did I say that? I know, babe. I know. I know. I know. I know. Woo. Read that Ephesians 5. But rather give thanks. Here's the solution to all of this ratchet living. Lying and jesting and da 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 da, -da fornication. Da. Don't do that, but give thanks. I was so confused when I read that. Like, that's all? That's all. But Thanksgiving opens up the communication portal with God. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? When you say thank you, Jesus, you get God's attention. And he, okay, so let me, let me, let me slow down. Let me slow down because I was about to go to the next one real quick. Thanksgiving satisfies the giver. <laughs> Your five-year-old kid can give you nothing for Christmas. or the giver is satisfied y'all quiet I look at my kids as if I got the gifts because A they said thank you and B they're enjoying it good God almighty God wants you to enjoy the grace he's given you he wants you to enjoy the liberty he's given you I came that you might have life and that more abundantly why are you not enjoying your life why are you not enjoying your peace why are you not Enjoying your joy, the devil is a liar. How? Oh! When my kid, five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old, seventeen-year-old, thirteen-year-old, when they say thank you, I know they can't give me back what I gave them. But to me, it's fair, and I'm satisfied when I give my daughter a ride somewhere. I drop her off. She say thank you. I don't expect her to give me a ride. She ain't got no car. And she's 17 and she thinks she's getting one. She still ain't. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I love you. I love you. I love you. But when you can't give me back what I give you, thanksgiving and gratitude suffices. <laughs> Let me keep going. This is so good. It, it prompts. 
This is what he told me. It props favor and repeat giving. Repeated giving. So when you say thank you, you give God thanks. He's satisfied and he's positioned to do it again. <laughs> you literally set God up to bless you again when you say thank you for the last blessing. I'm trying to tell y'all what I know. Any givers in the building? Not takers, givers. Any givers in the building? So you know what I'm talking about. You know how it feels when somebody comes to you with gratitude. Even though you gave them $500 and it might have hurt you. But the fact that they said thank you and they showed their gratitude, you're like, you're welcome. Hey, 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 if you, need, if you ever need me again, just let me know. Because it's not only resolving the exchange, it's posturing the giver to favor you again. Y'all don't know how to get favor. I can tell. Y'all don't know how to get favor. We're hustlers, we're not servers. Hustlers try to get what you want. Servers try to make sure the relationship is intact. I want to make sure we good. Now, I do need something from you, and I do have something to give you in exchange, but it's more about keeping the relationship intact. See, this is a business mindset. This is not a... Let me go. See, my man is in the building. I'm thinking business right now, but... I'm making sure the relationship is intact that after the exchange, after you give me a ride, we good. After you give me $100, we good. After you, after, after the exchange, after I get what I want from you, we good. That's a service mentality. Hustler mentality, I don't care what happened. I got my money, I got my ride, I got my... And then you look up, hustler, and have no favor. Oh, God, I can't wait to do this business seminar. It, this is what he told me. So everybody say, it's fair. It's fair. So when I give God thanks, I'm, I'm almost done. When I give God thanks, it's a fair exchange. Number two, he feels. This is what God told me, y'all. He feels. Okay, he says, thanksgiving increases contentment. Let it simmer for a second because I had to let it get on and get down on the inside. See, every word is a seed. So it takes a minute to, I hate that I keep saying word after word after word. You're just getting all these seeds. I want some of this to stick. And this is one that I want to stick. Thanksgiving increases contentment. It ain't no way you're going to keep telling them, thank you, thank you. I'm grateful, 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 I'm grateful. And not be content. Or not be more content. Some of y'all are so ambitious and anxious and on edge and insecure about your future because you don't give them thanks enough for what you have now. And he's never going to serve your lust and keep giving and you're satisfied for a minute and then you, you beg him again. Then you satisfy for a second and then you beg him again. No, 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 no. It's about me and you. He fills you with contentment when you give him thanks. He said, whatever you give, I'll fill. So when I give God thanks, he fills me with contentment. When I say thank you, God, he fills me with gratitude. He, he fills me with balance. I don't have everything I want, but you know what? I could do this differently over here. Maybe I can handle, I don't like this rug, but maybe if I can, you, you understand what I'm saying? I'm content, more content with what I have. And the Bible says godliness with contentment is great gain. 
Anybody want to have great gain in here for 2020? Anybody want to have great gain in 2020? Anybody want to have great gain in 2020? The secret is godliness and contentment. You might be godly, but I don't know how content you are. If you're godly, but you're not content, you could be experiencing great lack to you. But godliness with contentment is what? Great gain. So it increases contentment, thanksgiving. When you give, he fills. You give, he fills. You give, he fills. My mentor says it like this. You see this in the book of Luke. Jesus is teaching and the crowd is growing so big. He's like, uh, Peter or Simon, can I use your boat? Yeah, come on the boat. He got on Simon's boat. He finishes his sermon. And at the end of it, he turns to Simon and said, thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. Um, why don't you go ahead and launch out into the deep for a great catch? Um, yeah, thank you. Jesus, I love you, bro. I'm a fisherman. This is what I do. We fished all night. We ain't catch nothing. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I love what you're doing in the city. I heard about everything you're doing. Prophesying, healing. That's all good. But this is my, this is my, this is my area right here. I fish. And you don't fish during the day because the fish will see the net and swim in the other direction. So your instruction don't even make sense. Number one, we fished all night, and this is what I do, it's my job, and I didn't catch anything. Number two, it's during the day, so it doesn't make practical sense to do what you're saying. But Peter said, nevertheless, ooh, at your word, I'll do what you say. Is there anybody in the building that says no matter what he says, no matter how crazy it sounds, no matter how impractical it is, no matter how many times I've done it before, I'm going to do it again? At your word, I'll try it again. The Bible says he did it. And the, oh, God. The Bible says fishes. That's not even a word. I love it. Fishes filled his boat till he was about to sink. So he called his friends over who didn't catch nothing either and said, come get some of this. His friends. His friends started coming over there. They got so many fishes, their boat began to sink. So the night before, they caught nothing. But at his word, both boats were sinking. First of all, you better stay in good graces with your friends because maybe your friend might call you over to come get some of this blessing. Ooh, look at your neighbor and say, treat me right. Treat me right. Treat me right. I know I didn't catch nothing last night, but when God bless me next year, when God bless me in my next season, I might call you over to get some of this goodness, to get some of this blessing. Look at your neighbor and say, treat me right. Is anybody ready to be so blessed? You got to call your friends to come and share your blessing. Fishes. 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 It's not even a word. But what God is saying is I'm about to bless you so good. You're going to have to make up a word to describe how good I am to you. It ain't going to make no sense. But somebody just say fishes. You was depressed last year. You got joy this year. Somebody say fishes. Fishes.
Homeless last year, got a crib next year. Fishes. Never mind. Stressed out last season, got joy and peace this season. Somebody say Fisher! Couldn't even afford an Uber last season, but got your own ride this season. Somebody say Fisher! fishes I hear fishes I hear God saying live get ready for fishes get ready for unexplainable miracles get ready for you give he feels you give he feels you give he feels that's what I'm saying. Peter's boat was filled with fishes, but first he gave his boat to Jesus. <laughs> Peter, let me use your boat. You got it. Whatever you give God, he feels it. You should give him your heart. Oh my God, he'll fill your heart. You should give him your mind. He'll fill your mind. You should give him your family. He'll fill your family. Give him your business. Give him your career. Give him your relationships. Give him your money. Give him your finances. He'll fill it. High five your neighbor and say, he'll fill what you give. Matter of fact, I want double. High 10 your neighbor. High 10 your neighbor. And say, he'll fill it. He'll fill it. Give him double. Double. Double for your trouble. Double. Double. Double for the pain. Double. Double. Double for the stress. Double. Double. Double for the shame. Double. That double. Hush. Shut surge in here. I feel a surge in the wind of the spirit. I feel a wave of the spirit in here. And all you gotta do is jump in. And all you need is in the river. Jump in the moment. Jump in the moment. Yeah! Let me finish this. Well, I'm done. Everybody stand up. Hold on, no walking, please. We ain't done. Especially if you have not given yet. You, you ain't given nothing to fill. Don't leave without your filling. Are you hearing me? Tell your neighbor, I'm leaving full. Ooh. It's fair. He fills and he favors. He favors the ones that show gratitude. We talked about him feeding the 5,000 or the 4,000. He took the bread. I don't know if it's on the screen. He took the bread and he gave thanks. He gave thanks. 
I don't know what scripture it is, but take my word for it or read it yourself. It's up there. He took the seven loaves of fishes. So this is the 4,000. He took the seven loaves and the what? Hold on, hold on, Joe. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, the music sounded real good. I liked it, and I was about to bring it on in, but I saw another word up there that reminded me what 2020 about to look like. That word is your word for 2020. Fishes, good God Almighty. More than enough. Double. All right. <laughs> he didn't officially pray over the loaves or the fishes. He didn't officially pray. The Bible says he gave thanks and broke it and gave it. When you give thanks, he favors you. Favor is when you step into the arena of miracles, signs and wonders. Because he reigns on the just as, the, as well as the unjust. Everybody gets blessed, like she said. Like, I'm not talking about regular blessings. I'm talking about uncommon favor. That's fishes. Are y'all feeling me today? Listen, Liv, I don't care if you've never experienced it before. I'm telling you by the power of God, it's coming your way. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. And some of you all are counting yourselves out like it might be on the way for the people that pray or for them, but I'm ratchet. I know I got to do some things before it comes to me. I'm glad it's coming next year because I got like a month to kind of clean up a little bit. No, 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 no. It ain't based on your behavior. It's based on his goodness. I said fishes is coming to you. Let me prove it to you. His name was Simon at the time. And when he got all those fishes, he told Jesus to get away from him. Yeah, read your Bible twice a year. He said, he, yeah, just twice at least. He said, get away from me because I am a sinful man. Hold on. He didn't say I was. He said, I am currently a sinful man. And I obviously don't want to repent today. Because I'm telling you to leave. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not confessing that I'm going to change. I'm saying, no, I'm going to chill just like this. So you get out of here. If God can bless somebody like that with fishes, y'all quiet. It ain't about your lifestyle. It ain't about your behavior. It's about his goodness. Watch this. Oh, but wait. There's more. He said, boy, ain't nobody studying your little issues. Matter of fact, if you follow me, I'll take it up a notch. I'll make you fish as a man. What did Peter say? Bet. After getting a big raise on his job, he quit. To follow the giver instead of staying with the gift. Y'all got quiet. Y'all missed what I just said. That's the... That's the kind of heart that's getting fishes next year. Not the one that lives the best lifestyle, but the one that'll be willing to leave all of that to follow Jesus. If he blesses you with everything your hearts desire, are you willing to give it up for him? 
it got quiet. Abraham wanted a son. He gave him a son, but God asked him to kill his only son, and he was willing to do it. Those are the kind of people that get God's favor. He gave thanks, and his thanksgiving, thank y'all, his thanksgiving opened the portal of favor and miracles. We have closed heavens because we have no thanksgiving. Giving God thanks opens the heavens. It opens the floodgates of heaven. It rains on us. Lazarus, my last one. Oh my gosh. He came to the tombstone Lazarus because he said, show me where you laid him. <laughs> I got to get out of this church today. Show me the place you gave up. Show me where you're hiding things. The grave, the tomb represents it. Show, oh Lord, that's a lot to read. Anyway, <laughs> he basically said, show me where you laid him. And she said, well, he's, he's dead. Uh, Jesus, he's dead right now. By now, his body stinks. It's been four days. He stinks by now. In other words, this situation is very over. It's not just over. It hurts to think about it. I can't, I can't stand hearing that person's name. I can't stand it. It's very over. God says, roll away the stone. But he says, didn't I tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? And they took away the stone, all that stuff. Da, 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 da. He said, Father, come on, live. I'm almost done. Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I know you heard me always, but because of these people, I just wanted to say it so they can believe in me. And when he had thus spoken, in other words, that's all he said. That wasn't even a prayer. That was thanks. So even when facing a dead situation, never mind. And after he spoke, he spoke with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead, your finances that was dead, your relationships that was dead, came forth. I speak to you now that prosperity comes forth, that health comes forth in the name of Jesus. funny to me that Jesus called miracles the glory of God. He said, I told you if you would believe, not you would see miracles, but you'll see the glory of God. God calls miracles, Jesus calls miracles the glory of God. This man has been blind from birth. Who sinned? The mother or the dad? Neither. But so y'all can see the glory, <laughs> the glory of God. My last point today is because giving thanks is not just saying thank you. It's saying you did it. Uh-oh. You're not just saying thank you. You're acknowledging it was you. <laughs> so when you give God thanks, you give him glory. Uh, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? In other words, God... This is, this is what Jesus is saying. Essentially, G Jesus is basically saying like, 
Okay, I know y'all think he's dead, and I know y'all think it's over, and, and that makes sense to think that. But essentially what he's saying is, I'm about to do something in your life that everybody about to talk about. <laughs> what I'm about to do in your life is going to bring me so much glory. They're going to be talking about this for weeks and months and years to come. What I'm about to do in your life is going to shake up your family. What I'm about to do in your life is going to shake up your neighborhood. I'm about to do something in you that people are going <laughs> to... I'm about to do something so crazy that when I turn it, I'm going to get so much glory. Because y'all going to talk about this. I'm, I'm depending on your thanksgiving. I'm depending on you to say God did it. That's why I let it get bad. That's why I let it get worse. That's why I let Lazarus die. If your situation looks like it's getting bad, going from bad to worse, or it even seems dead, he's just setting up his own glory. But if you're not going to say he did it, He's not going to rush to do it. I'll do it for my own glory. And I'm going to do something you have never seen. If they've never seen the dead raised before. But he did something so extraordinary in their time. That thousands of years later, we're still talking about it. Because it was so crazy. It was so. We all act like we know Lazarus. When I say Lazarus, oh yeah, the boy that died and got raised again. It's such a familiar story because what he did was so miraculous. That's what's about to happen in your life. Somebody say amen if you believe it. The turnaround is going to be so severe. They got to say it was only God that did that. The turnaround is going to be so miraculous and so good. And guess what? People are not going to expect it to happen to you. And Liv, can I go a little further? This might be crazy, but Lord, if this is not you, cut the mic off. Thank you, Jesus. I can tell I'm nervous, right? I, and my final, final, final point, what he's about to do in your life and bringing you back to life and giving you all these things and fishes and all the stuff I'm talking about, and it has nothing to do with your behavior, and I'm not encouraging you to remain sinful or unrighteous, that's actually a slap in the face to his goodness. That's like spitting on him for giving you a tongue. That's like slapping him for healing your arm. So we don't do that. We don't do that. We don't continue in sin that grace may abound. But he's so good, it's not based on our behavior. Let me make that clear really quick. But this turnaround that he's about to bring into your life, I, I just want you to know that it's his, what's the word? It's his, what's the word? It's his sovereignty. It's his choice. It's not even your request. Peter didn't request it. Lazarus was dead. So he didn't expect it. God is saying, what I'm about to you, I'm not even going to wait for your faith to get to a certain level. I, hopefully this miracle will elevate your faith, but I'm not waiting on your expectancy. I'm not waiting on your prayer. I'm not waiting on you to claim it. This is something I'm about to step in your life and do. Like it or not. Y'all missing, missing, missing it. Maybe I'm not articulating it correctly. Lazarus was dead. 
couldn't expect. But God did it anyway. How much more are you who got breath in your body and you expect him to do it? Do you think he's going to let you down? Faithful is he that has promised. We're going to hear more and more testimonies. We're going to hear that this word is true. I know it's the Lord speaking right now. He's going to do it in your midst. He's going to do it for you. And it's already done. Your response is gratitude and thanks living. Okay? Thanksgiving is saying thank you. Thanks living is saying God did it. You understand what I'm saying? I live a life of gratitude to him. Next week, I'm going to preach, say it like you mean it. Because all thanksgiving is not acceptable. You, you ever heard, say thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so we ain't going to do this haphazard passive thank you. Nah. No. Your parent will be like, uh-uh, they don't gave you a piece of gum. They deserve more than that little. Say it like you mean it. So next week, we're going to preach, say it like you mean it. But I want you to know that his goodness is greater than your failures, man. Stop looking at your life as a gauge to how and when God's going to bless you. He's going to do it because he's good. Your obligation is to thank him and present your body a living sacrifice. Holy, that's acceptable. That's an acceptable thanksgiving unto God, which is your reasonable service. Let's thank God for his goodness today. Somebody give him thanks. With the fruit of your lips, come on. Is anybody grateful you came to church today? Let me pray for you. It's hard to give thanks under certain circumstances. It's hard to give thanks under certain conditions. Can we just pray for you? Let, let us pray for you. Some people's lives are very, very challenging right now. I don't like to say hard all the time. The Bible says the way of a transgressor is hard, but it also says endure hardness as a good soldier. So sometimes it's hard because of us, and sometimes it's hard because you're in a fight. Regardless of why your situation may be hard, we're going to pray the oil of gladness. Oh, that thing just hit me. I got it. The oil of gladness. Oil literally makes rough places smooth. You can pour oil on a rock and, and, and kind of, you understand what I'm saying? You can pour oil on the roughest edges and it makes it smooth. So Lord, we're asking you for the oil this morning. The oil of gladness. Some of us are in here under hard conditions, crazy circumstances. Some caused by our decisions. Some because the enemy hates us and we're in a fight. But regardless of the hardness, you told us to endure it as good soldiers in the name of Jesus. So I speak strength to your sons and your daughters this morning. Devil, you are a liar. You get in hard moments and you whisper lies. See, it's because of this. Oh, that, he whispers lies, but you are a defeated foe. And we speak nothing but victory in our lives. We say, God, thank you for victory. Somebody say, God, thank you for victory. Hold on, hold on. Liv, we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray with you. But honestly, death and life 
It's in the power of your tongue. At some point, your brother and your sister ain't going to be there to pray for and with you. You better find a mirror and say, get it together. We live for God. We trust him only. At some point, you're going to have to develop your own relationship with Jesus Christ. And that will be your strength. That will be your peace. And when it gets heavy, you got brothers and sisters here that will hold you up. So, Father, I pray for every family, every mother, every woman, every wife, every sister, every daughter. God, the daughters of Zion, I hold them up now in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus that you keep them in perfect peace as long as their mind is stayed on you. Let our minds not be on gossip or what she got or what they're doing or what their family is doing or what their kids have. I pray in the name of Jesus that every woman in here walk in the peace of God, walk in the security that he that has begun a good work in me shall perform it. Let us be secure in our calling. Let us be secure in our posture and our identity with you. I speak over every man in this building, every son, every father, every brother, every cousin, every uncle, every nephew, every every child in the name of Jesus that we be mighty men of valor that we be faithful men in the name of Jesus that we be men committed to you and the things of you that we see a thing all the way through and we finish what we start may the men at live never leave a work undone yeah, may the men at live never leave a work undone. I don't mean a job. I mean a work, an assignment to cover young boys, an assignment to cover... I pray that we never leave any work undone in the name of Jesus. And Father, we come to you collectively as a family saying we need you. We're lost without you. And we thank you for your guidance. We thank you for your wisdom. And we thank you for your instruction and direction and your favor in our lives. We give our lives to you so you can fill it in Jesus' name. Clap your hands and say amen, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.